Hi, this is Tim Santoni with Background Screening Tips and Tech. Thanks so much for tuning into the show today. Today, we have a very special guest, Brian Fleming, a partner at Coastal Payrolls, joining us. Brian, thanks so much for joining the show. Thanks for having me. Excited to be on. Awesome. Uh, well, Brian is a partner down at Coastal. They are uh, based in San Diego with offices throughout California and servicing clients throughout the nation. Um, Brian always talks about, you know, we try to make uh, payroll easy. Uh, they are a payroll bureau, but they do much, much more than that. And in fact, um, helping clients stay compliant with regard to HR and uh, dealing with other tax credit issues. We're going to try and dive into a lot of those today and let Brian uh, be be an expert on that. Obviously, you can connect with Brian on LinkedIn. Um, the best way to stay up to date on anything regarding Coastal is to visit their, their website, which is coastalpayroll.com. So, Brian, I, I, I know you talk about it quite a bit. Again, we try to make payroll easy and we joked about it a little bit before we get on the show, which is, you know, people assume that payroll is just really, really simple. But I guess what are the typical challenges or complications that you're talking to with clients on a daily basis as you're evaluating what they're doing from a payroll perspective that kind of impact employees, contractors, and their general compliance as a business that, that just, you know, keep them up at night or, you know, cause them to be a little bit, you know, uneasy? Well, in general, what I would say is that um, the majority of employers in America are small business owners. And so if you're a five to 10 employee company, generally your payroll is fairly vanilla. And anybody, any payroll processor that's in this business should be able to do that. What happens is that these companies grow to be 50, 100 employees, the, uh, the complexity grows and their requirements grow. And that same vanilla support that they normally get <clears throat> from these big box providers begins to fall down. And it's in these complexities that we really specialize. And so in a nutshell, what I would say is that we really uh, commit a lot to the implementation, to understanding what the client's needs are um, and all these different requirements and being very thorough in uh, transitioning them to our service and then making sure that we are really on point with the different requirements that a big employer has. And that could be something like, you know, just their uh, things like EEOC reporting, or if they're a certified payroll provider, the larger they get, if they have government contracts handling those types of things, they might need to integrate with their 401k provider. Um, they might have Affordable Care Act um, reporting uh, requirements. So these are things that five employees you generally don't see. But when you get bigger, you really got to know what you're talking about. Uh, and you need to have the support that knows what they're talking about to continue to make this easy for the client. Gotcha. So as you're working with those employers and they're growing and they're kind of going through those growing pains, do you find that oftentimes they're surprised to even know that these, these you know, compliance requirements exist and that they, you know, are you educating them on those? Are they surprised by that? Are they concerned by it? Like what, what does that process look like usually? You know, it, it's it's probably a mixed bag. I mean, sometimes they know it and that's why they want to make a transition because they're like our current provider just has no clue. But also, in the, even with that same client, um, they're unaware of some other things that maybe they haven't been dealing with. And so, um, you know, as an employer grows, they typically will reach different thresholds in which now there is a new requirement based on reaching the, this new threshold. And so they may have been a very competent employer addressing all these different issues, but um, unbeknownst to them, they've kind of tripped over the next threshold and, and haven't been complying with this new regulation. So uh, it, it is a lot of education that we're providing. A lot of that is up front. And we fairly regularly are holding town hall meetings um, and webinars just to inform our clients of these different things as they kind of move uh, as a transition as an employer. 
So gotcha. it's a little bit of both. Makes sense. Great. And, and, and as you mentioned some scenarios when they might think to reach out to yourself or, or someone at Coastal is, is as they're growing, but what are some other trigger events in a business where they're like, it causes them to question what they're doing from a payroll perspective or from a technology related to payroll, which could be their HRIS or applicant tracking or any of the technology associated with, with how they're paying their people? You know, I would say there are like, as they, um, like in the state of California, um, there's now the CalSAVERS uh, um, retirement plan. And so uh, depending on your size, you're going to be opting into this at different points. And so that's something where it, it's just like a requirement that's kind of popped up. This is, hey, I got to do this now. And how can I do it as seamlessly as possible? And so for our clients, like we have, um, we via an uh, API have integrated with CalSAVERS but if someone doesn't want that program, but they must have some sort of retirement vehicle for their clients, then we've integrated like fully like 360 integration where we're pushing information to a 401k provider and they're pushing information back to us. We've got about 30 different providers and that list is growing. Um, actually, I'd probably say it's about 40 now where they can go ahead and choose these things. And it's as simple as processing their payroll. They just process their payroll and they just know that all those pieces are kind of tied together. Employees can go onto their 401k um, website. They can make changes that automatically makes it the updates, the deduction in our payroll system. So that would be one example of how we've kind of tied this whole thing together and allowed the client, the autonomy and, and the ability just to go choose whoever they want to do this with. We're 401k agnostic and, and we've made the whole thing a lot easier for them. In, in the absence of those types of integrations, um, the client now begins to pick up a lot of administrative duties. So this is one example of hundreds that, in which we're trying to take a bigger client that has, is having to comply with something and really making it a lot easier for them. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that when you break down the time and costs associated with man, administering to a program like that or complying with it, um, the time that, that a department would take on a monthly or, or, you know, every time they run a payroll, it's significant. And they probably aren't even aware of, you know, the, the ways to do that and the way that could be pushed and, and keeping it compliant so that the reporting is available and end of year, there's not a ton of, you know, labor involved in doing that, which I can imagine to be pretty intensive in terms of, do, you know, running the reports, making sure that all the data went to the right providers and then, you know, cross-checking all that stuff out. And that's a great example. Um, one other thing we wanted to touch on uh, on the show was the em employer retention credits. Talk to us a little, we've been through kind of PPP round one and PPP round two. Talk with us a little bit about the employer retention credits and why you think they're important for, for businesses to know about. Okay, it, it probably is, Tim, the greatest government assistance program. I've been doing this for more than 20 years. This is the best one ever, and it's not even close. It's better than the PPP. And initially, when, when the government uh, provided this type of assistance, it was as if you either did the PPP or you did the ERC. Because they were of equal value and they kind of did the same thing, you either did one or the other. But with the Consolidations Appropriations Act of about four months ago, um, the government came back and said, look, if you got a PPP loan in 2020, or if you got one in 2021, you can still do the ERC. You cannot utilize these programs at precisely the same time or with the same funds, but you can use them in the same calendar year. So in 2020, you almost got to think of this as like, it's one program, but you can, um, you can uh, participate at two different times, almost under two different terms. So the big thing is, is you have to qualify for this. 
And the way an employer qualifies is that they had either a partial or full government shutdown. So that would be one way. So think of a restaurant, hey, our people got to eat outside or the tables have to be six feet apart. And if, uh, if that's the case, that's a partial shutdown, you're in. You're in for the period in which that's happening. Or let's say none of that stuff's happened to you, but you've had in 2020, a 50% reduction in gross receipts as you compare uh, um, the 2020 quarter to a 2019 quarter. Or in 2021, if, you want, if you're opting for that year, it's a 20% reduction in gross receipts. And so really in 2020, the program is good in that the government will pay 50% of your employees' wages up to $10,000 per employee. So it's $5,000 per employee. You got a 20 employee company, you're looking at $100,000. And you don't have to ask for forgiveness. You just have to file your, per, your this tax return and kind of note it correctly. In 2021, the government will pay 70% of an employer's wages up to $10,000 per person per quarter. So that's $28,000. So for a restaurant, you might think, well, they're normally not paying their employees $40,000 a year. So you got to think that this program is actually going to pay 70% of my employees wages. And it is just an incredible program. And the reason why we're so involved in it is because the way that this is a uh, employee retention credit and it's based on payroll wages. And so the way that you would actually realize it is that when we go to pay your payroll taxes, you'd get a credit for it. And, and in every single quarter, there's an excess amount of credit. And, and what happens is when we file the quarterly tax return, payroll tax return, your 941, it will, you'll go ahead and, um, and receive a, uh, an excess, there'll be an excess amount and the IRS will send you a check for that excess amount. So it's hundreds of thousands of dollars that our clients have uh, realized. Actually, we've processed about $30 million of these things. Wow, that's substantial. It's, it's huge. And honestly, our fee is they have to become a client of ours because when they do, our ability to process these things becomes so much easier. We have all the payroll data right in front of us. It's a delicate process um, because we don't know if they've been shut down. We don't know if they've had gross receipts that have dropped. We don't know if they're in, they're in the middle of a PPP cover period. But provided that you know they we can be in very close communication with them, then we can process these things probably better than anybody else and cheaper than anybody else. So our fee is just $1,000 per affected quarter. But for some of our clients, that thousand, we're, we're charging them $1,000 per quarter. Maybe they're eligible for five quarters. You know, they're paying $5,000 to get $800,000. You know, and generally when you run these types of credits, there's companies that are out there that'll do it that will charge, you know, 20%. So it's that's a pretty normal fee. Sometimes it's higher, sometimes a little bit lower. But, um, you know, they're charging $200,000 where we were char- charging five. So it... It's a tremendous program. I, I we can't believe it exists, and we still get people having huge eyes when we tell them about it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a great example of why it makes sense to work with a quality provider because no one would expect that this would have happened. But if they were already with a company like Coastal that's set up and able to do that, then there's no transition requirement. And no one could have really expected kind of the pandemic situation. But I think that's why when people talk about payroll, like no payrolls are created equal, right? Look to understand working with a partner that's doing all these integrations with the APIs for the the 401k and the CalSavers and things like this, where the the data and the reporting, I mean, I, I know in talking to people, the amount of reporting and accounting that they've time they've spent to generate the reports to do this stuff is significant. 
right? And some of the payroll companies can't even generate the reports they need it, so they're doing them manually, right? And now right. It's, it's become exponentially more complicated because it's gone on for so long, and then the requirements and the, the, the uh, you know, review has gone on has been so much more complicated. So that's really great to know. And I assume they get all the information for that type of program at coastalpayroll.com, Brian? Yeah, and when they log on to Coastal Payroll, there's a link that says COVID relief, like right on the homepage. If they click on that, they, we've got all the town hall meetings that we've had and it addresses everything, the PPP loan, had to ask for forgiveness and obviously the ERC stuff. And uh, yeah, it's all right there. Awesome. Forms, everything. So Brian, I know that you guys are, are a trusted resource and really pride yourselves in, in offering a service that's a step above, but give our, our listeners just a little bit of uh, maybe a plug on Coastal in terms of the types of clients that you, you work with. Um, and, you know, some of the success stories or, or a recent client success story that, you know, was impactful to you. Sure. So we've got, um, we, we handle clients as big as, as small as one employee. And there's a lot of those out there. So we've got a number of those and we're still a very cost effective uh, solution for them. And then, you know, we're as big as, you know, we've got clients that have uh, several thousand employees and uh, we've got a good number of those as well. Um, and everything in, in between. Um, and I'll just share with you that we really went into business because, uh, you know, I formerly lived, worked for one of the biggest payroll companies, uh, in the world and, um, and my business and I met my business partner there and we just felt that we could see that the payroll service bureaus, just the level of support that they provided their clients over the years was in decline. And quite frankly, the one we were working for was like the worst offender of this. Coastal Payroll was founded 15 years ago, really on the core principle that we wanted to provide really um, an elite level of customer service. And we wanted to provide customer service par excellence and just do it like nobody else had. And so what that means oftentimes for our clients is that they're going to get people that are, uh, they're going to get assigned people to their account, like an assigned payroll specialist, an assigned HR advisor, and their workload is not so high that these people are readily available for them. And we have invested so much in their training uh, that their level of competence is that much higher. So we're really trying to provide a much, um, just a far better customer experience for our clients. And as far as, you know, the, it's on a regular basis that we are transitioning companies off of a larger payroll provider and transitioning to them, them to us. And we're opening their eyes to things like ERC credits um, or helping them um, gather data to process a PPP application um, and just making sure they're aware of all of these different solutions or um, uh, government programs that are available to them and making sure that they are uh, staying on track with regards to uh, making sure that they are being as compliant as possible um, as they possibly can with all the different government regulations and that they're running it as clean a payroll as they possibly can as they run their business. So that's, that's generally what we're doing. As far as a customer story, man, there are so many. Um, I'm trying to think of maybe one that, uh, that might stand out here. You know, I, I took on a client um, about two years ago. And uh, when I spoke to them, they were a pretty big employer, a couple thousand employees. And their payroll is just so broken. And the way they were doing it, they were married to this way, and uh, it was just a broken process. And I thought, there's no way they're going to move to us because we're not going to do it this way. This is a broken way to do it, and they're insisting on it. But we convinced them to say, look, let's re-engineer. Not just the, it's not just giving you new software, giving you new people to support this. 
but you have to have a better business process internally to make sure you pay your employees correctly. So we want to give, we want to define the roles and the responsibilities of the people processing these things. We want to give them timelines. We want to make sure that they know precisely what they must do in the engine of processing this payroll. And um, they were just overwhelmed by how much cleaner their payroll was after we had done that. So it's not just about, hey, here's the software and we'll give you a different person to do this. It really is about looking at how they're doing things and saying, is there a better way to do this? And uh, I think we do that in spades for our clients. And I think they really appreciate us for that. Awesome, Brian. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I know directly in working directly with some of the people on your team, Shelly Addy and Justina in the HR side, their commitment to the clients and the level of service, both through and with us and to with, with the clients directly is unparalleled and the response times are, are very quick within minutes sometimes, which is, which is fantastic. So I think you guys are doing a great job. Um, well, Brian, thanks again for taking some time to join the podcast. Um, again, feel free to download this podcast or the video wherever you get your podcasts. And we also will upload this to YouTube. Um, again, connect with Brian on, on, uh, LinkedIn and stay updated on anything coastal by going to coastalpayroll.com. Thanks again, Brian, for coming on and I hope you have a productive week. Good seeing you, Tim. All right. Take care.